재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. Well, we're very pleased to have something that would be a treat for basketball fans and maybe even sports fans in general. A very special guest joining us this evening. He is from the Koyang Orient's basketball star and uh, national team member as well in the past. Moon Tae-jong is on the line. Hello. Hello. Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, despite your, what I'm sure is a very busy schedule. Uh, first of all, I, I know that most of our audience obviously knows who you are, but uh, maybe just a brief introduction, um, uh, where you're from and how you came to Korea. Um, yeah, I was born here in Seoul, uh, uh, but after I was like one years old, my family moved back to the States. Uh, my dad was in the military or in the Air Force, so we grew up mostly in uh, North Carolina. And uh, that's where I have a house at also now. So I live both in North Carolina and in Korea currently. Um, I guess what brought me back here is uh, uh, I promised, uh, well, I heard about the KBL, and uh, my mom thought it would be a good opportunity for me to come back to Korea and really experience um, the culture and everything firsthand. So uh, I made a promise to my mom that I would do that before my basketball career ended. And uh, luckily, um, I was able to come to the KBL and and, uh, do some good things. Now, coming to Korea, it seems uh, obviously was a personal decision, but uh, as a basketball fan myself, and I know that uh, the goal for any uh, ambitious basketball player, especially as talented as you, would ultimately to be playing for the NBA. It's not an easy thing uh, for sure, but uh, I'm sure you had a lot of options. Uh, The D-League was available, maybe even playing in Europe. So was it really your mom being the biggest factor as you uh, for you deciding that okay, I'm going to give the KBL a try. Um, yeah, I mean that was uh, what opened my mind to it, I guess, because um, uh, at first, a, a couple years ago, um, earlier in my career, uh, she was trying to convince me to come here, but um, I guess the opportunities were better in Europe w- where I was playing at, mm. so that's why it was. Uh, I made it a point to come sort of towards the end of my career where um, I guess my opportunities elsewhere weren't as good and it wasn't that much of a difference as far as uh, talent level and pay and things like that. So that's why I sort of came towards the end of my career. Even though it was, of course, uh, your mom's homeland, this is where you were born, um I imagine the transition was, and the culture, of course, very different from the U.S. or uh, even playing in Europe. How difficult was that uh, transition for you as you uh, came to the KBL? Uh, It wasn't that difficult, but definitely there were a lot of uh, little cultural differences that that I wasn't used to, um, especially like the age thing and uh, Mm. um, just little traditions like that. Um, But I guess it sort of played in my favor because I was older when I came here. Right. And uh, I know that a lot of the younger players that come here, like the Americans, um, when they're younger, they're like, you know, in their 20s. And most of the guys on the team are older than them. There's a big adjustment to, to just because a guy is older than you, you got to show them a lot more respect and really not, um, I guess, confront them or anything like that. Right. Even though if you feel you're a better player or if you feel uh, you have more experience with them basketball-wise, but they're older than you, you still have to... Uh, I guess give way to them. That was that was uh, a big shock. Oh yeah, it was a pretty big shock for me. I guess when I got here. 
I know you've been asked these kind of questions uh, on issues of race many, many times, probably tired of answering them. But uh, has the situation gotten better in Korea? As you know, it doesn't have the best reputation as far as being welcoming uh, to people of color. But uh, have you seen improvements over the years? Um, I think so. I think so. Uh, well, I mean, my mother was, even though she wanted me to come back, she was still a little... Um, I guess apprehensive about us coming back here and experiencing the racism that I guess she experienced, you know, many years ago. Mm. I'm sure it was really, real different than it is now. And, uh, she was a little <clears throat> worried about that. But, um, I guess coming here as a basketball player and, and having a little bit of fame and, and, uh, I guess doing things to help out the country as far as being playing for the national team, um, and doing, you know, uh, well with the national team. So to help my situation and, I think it sort of helped people accept me more. So I haven't really experienced any of the racism thing here in Korea, luckily. There is uh, another factor as far as this goes, and it's, it's the recent rule change with the draft, with the KBL, and uh, I suppose it's a reaction to the controversy in the uh, WKBL over Chelsea Lee, uh, yeah. uh, the the issue of draftees and whether if you're biracial, you're eligible or not. Uh, can we just get your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I'm disappointed that they, they did a ban on it. Uh, I mean, because if it wasn't for that rule, I probably wouldn't be here. So right. um, I think it's, it's a, a shame that the KBO is going to impose a ban where um, they can bring people with Korean blood who, who obviously want to come here and experience um, this side of their family and get it. Instead of being told stories about it, they can come here and experience it through basketball and, and and get to know the country, get to know the people, get to know their history. I mean, because they're like me, I'm half Korean. So this is this is my family's history, too. Right. So it was good that I got to use basketball through the KBL to learn more about my Korean side of the family. Yeah, and, uh, you know, th- th- these are just, I suppose, skeptical thoughts, but you often wonder if they were using the Chelsea Lee controversy uh, as a bit of an excuse to, you, you know how it always is, um, if you want to up the level of play, you have to bring in people like yourself, but there is that protective side of uh, whether you want to say develop the local players or, or keep keep the league yeah. uh, more Korean, and it, it seems like it was a convenient thing, too, at, at that time. Um, yeah, I think that would be an overreaction, though, because it's not like there's a whole bunch of half Koreans that are really good at basketball. <laughs> right. I mean, it's only a few, so I don't uh, hope that wasn't the reason why they did it, because I think that would be an overreaction, because obviously, uh, just because you're half Korean doesn't mean you're going to be a good basketball player. Sure. It still takes some other things for to happen for you to be a good basketball player. And there's not, <clears throat> there's not aren't many half Korean basketball players that are just out there that are really good that you know that want to come to Korea so I think that would be or I, if that was the reason I think that was definitely an overreaction to uh, I guess what happened in the KBL if, as I mean, you in the WKBL yeah. right as as you see the professional league here and even the national team you were a member of the national team uh, you've been able to interact with the Korean players um, uh, the foreign players and players uh, bi- biracial players like yourself do you think the uh, the league as well as as the uh, sport of basketball has evolved uh in a way that we can be internationally competitive. I mean, we've seen the the Olympics and 
obviously there's a big gap between the U.S. Yeah. And, and the rest of the world. Even yeah. China, with 1.6 billion people, and they're t- they're picking their most talented players. It's just hard to be competitive, and I, I wonder if you have any solutions or any suggestions on how Korea can continue to develop this sport. Um, I think, uh, as far as um, having since I've been here, it seems like the the Korean players have gotten taller. So uh, that's definitely, I think, will help us help us as far as a national international competition. But also, I think um, bringing in some international coaches, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so you can experience some other different ways of thinking about basketball. I mean, not just American coaches, but some European coaches. Um, Just that they'll bring some different experiences. I think in Korea, it seems like a lot of times they're sort of closed-minded to new things. They sort of like to do things, I guess, the way they've always learned before. And uh, I think bringing in some um, outside coaches would bring in more... um, I guess different ways of thinking about basketball and different ways of teaching new techniques, which would, uh, I think, help raise our international level. Mm. And the final question, um, you got a new season. Uh, you said as you, you kind of into the twilight of your career, uh, what are you looking forward to both basketball-wise and I suppose just personal? Um, well, last season I was able to get my first KBO championship, so... Right. Uh, basically we're bringing back the same team so hopefully we can try to uh, repeat Uh, that'll be a nice thing to do and uh, as far as me personally uh, hopefully I just like to stay healthy Um, I'm starting to do some uh, basketball camps with kids out here so hopefully I can expand on that and and, uh, expand or teach some kids out here Mm. uh, some of the things I learned in basketball to help them not only in basketball but also in life so uh, that's sort of what I'm building towards this season. All right, great. Well, we thank you once again for joining us. I know it's busy. Best of luck in this new season and hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks for having me. That was our special guest, Moon Tae-jong.